Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 29. I'm here in the whorehouse with the Niraj Sri. That's what you call your bedroom? Is that the whorehouse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, oh, man. we're getting started with a bang here. I, th- I thought everybody just knew that. It's the ho-house, dude. It's the ho-house. The ho-house. zero hoes here right now, I should remark. I got the turtle. You got the turtle. Turtle school. No, yeah, so it's it's the rest of the house is just a house, but this this room itself is the is the is, whorehouse. Is the whorehouse, okay. Yeah, dude, deadass, I've had sex like four times in this room. That seems like a lot for With? this room. That <laughs> <laughs> seems like lots of times. <laughs> oh, is it the twin sized bed or the the clothes all over the place? I don't know. I think it's all the baseball memorabilia <laughs> pictures of other men. Uh a signed poster with Chris Delia. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. That is yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't talk shit on Chris Delia poster. Uh, I'm not. No, man. It's... I kiss it before I go to bed. Oh, yeah? No, not I'm really. I'm sure he kisses your poster a year. Too. <laughs> Wouldn't that be romantic? If he's like, this is Galen Nash. <laughs> lives in Fountain Valley and I got to kiss this poster. <laughs> so I'm here with Niraj Sri, uh, Sri, Sri Lanka, Sri Sack of Potatoes. How do you say your last name? Uh, it's Sri Tas, uh, Bag of Potatoes. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's Niraj Srinivasan, aka hardest name in the OC comedy scene right now. <laughs> I think I think that's actually like, you definitely that's take the cake. Probably true, right? Yeah. Srinivasan. That was like a uh, my friend Adam would joke. That was like a clear split in the Portland comedy scene was who could say my name and who couldn't, and it was obvious. Really? Yeah. Is everybody out there white? It's mostly white people. If it, like if it, if it wasn't for comedy, like my life would have been white. Like my coworkers were white, <laughs> my neighbors were white, my roommate was white. Like the only reason I had any non-white friends was because I did stand up. And so by non-white friends, you mean all the white people plus the one black guy? Yeah, there's a couple black guys in but, Portland. Yeah, but they cancel each other out, so there was like no black guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Dude, okay, straight up, right now, like right before we started. Yeah, yeah. You were, I held out. I wasn't coming gonna... in hot, man. Yeah. What was going on? Okay, so a week ago, a week ago, this chick, I work at Trader Joe's, this chick comes through my line, Uh and we like, we like hit it off or whatever, and so I'm like, yeah, Yeah. exactly, and in the back of my head, I was like, I should ask this chick for her number, Uh but also in the other side of my head, we just went through like the sexual harassment training or whatever, and I'm like a complaint away from getting fired. Oh, are you really? Like, well, I'm, I'm one, up at Trader Joe's? I'm a write-up away. I've okay. got, like, two write-ups this pay period. For what? Sexual harassment? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you got a problem, dog. They should fire you. <laughs> Maybe you should leave. No, it was it was stupid stuff. It was stupid stuff. But, uh... Were you stealing? No, I wasn't stealing. <laughs> no, okay, so what, ha- what happened was, um... Fuck, I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, so this chick... <laughs> <laughs> write-up didn't work, folks. <laughs> doesn't even remember what he did. <laughs> The chick, this chick comes to my line, she's wearing a hat, and on the side of it says Rod on it. Oh, and yeah. So I made, I made like, a stupid-ass joke. I was like, yo, like, do you know Dennis Rodman? And I was going to, like, filter in, like, like the Falkia Nation. Yeah, like, yeah. we're trying to find him. And she's like, no, it's short for Rodriguez, my husband's last name. Ooh. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And she was like, yeah, I really lucked out with that one. And I was like, well, what, what was your last name before? I don't give a fuck. I'm just trying to pass time. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I was like, what was your last name before? And she, I don't even remember what she said. She said something, whatever it was. And she was like, she was like, yeah, dude, really lucked out. And I was like, sure. All I said was sure. And what I was, was her last name before? I don't even remember. She, oh, it was yeah, like yeah, Coolidge yeah. or something. Okay. Something regular. And like, so she just said. Something it was, white. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. And so then like two hours later. So all I said was sure, handed her a receipt, have a great day. She yeah, leaves. yeah. Two hours later, I've, I've already left. I already went home. 
and her husband comes in two hours later and he starts like cussing out my managers like where the fuck is this guy all this shit like uh, what did he look like I, I wasn't there. Oh, okay, I guess he was okay. just this big dude, like nothing that like, like, a, like a big dude or like like a fat dude, like, like big enough. But he's like cussing at like my female managers and shit, and so it's yeah, like yeah. obviously he's not that big of a guy. Like, right, he's okay. a pussy, basically. Yeah, he's coming in and starting shit. Yeah, for real. And and so then I find out later, and so like he thought that she took it as me one saying that her last name before was stupid. Uh huh. Which for one, who cares? Uh-huh. Like even if I was like, yo. But she said that, right? She said that. I didn't yeah, say that. Yeah. So she took me saying sure as me like agreeing and her like, well, I'm the only one who could think that my last name is stupid. But it's not her last name anymore, so who gives a fuck, you know? And then two, she thought I was like hitting on her. How the fuck can I be calling you stupid and be hitting on you? Man, this just seems like a situation where the home life is not completely okay. And right. they're like bringing their problems out into the world because they can't figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds like, I mean... I haven't heard her version of the story, but I feel like if this is how they operate to where, like, the husband needs to come back and yell at the store, it's, like, clear there's a lot of problems. So, you know, I don't. I feel like you're probably okay. You you shouldn't get written up for this. That'd be some serious Absolutely. horseshit. I don't think – so I was going to get written up, and then, like – I think I, I talked to my manager. I was like, "Look, like you guys, you guys know me. I would, I would never, yeah, I would never say that or even think Your that." Your last name is stupid. Yeah, it's dude, like, for real, dude. But up. it's like, dude, my first name is Galen, bro. I can't call any. I'm automatically like excluded from that conversation. I can't yeah. tell anyone. Like, I can't tell you. Okay, your last name's stupid, bro. But like, I can't tell anyone else that right, the, that the right, name's stupid. Right. You know, fuck. You it's, ever, you ever jammed your parents up? Like, why Galen? why <laughs> someone actually told me the other day they're like why do you go by galen why don't you just go by like why don't you just go by like gallon it's the same spelling and i was like you know what you'd be gallon nash gallon nash dude nah dude you, people know you as galen now. i know i have I would to never you could go as gay nash honestly <laughs> it would only be better for your comedy if you're a gay nash as a not gay man evan cassidy he told me when i sign up for potluck at the comedy store to write galen gash yeah. and that they'll probably throw me up <laughs> <laughs> Galen Gash. It sounds like a juggalo name. Yeah, for real, dude. Hey, What's only, up, Gash? Only in the whorehouse, bro. Whoop, whoop. Only in the whorehouse. It should remain only in the whorehouse. <laughs> I wish it only happened here and not to the rest of the world. And so that chick was in my line. And so because okay. of that, I didn't ask her for her number. That's and, a good reason. And Yeah, right. So she leaves. She, she's super cute, super nice. We hit it off, whatever. Uh-huh. She leaves. I turned to my reg partner, and I was like, dude, like the love of my life just like slip between my fingers like ah. all this stuff and then like like straight up like 15 minutes later this chick comes back and she like grabs like one item like nobody needs a bottle of olive oil bro and no one needs that like dude, dude she might be living a more colorful life than you and me all right i've never <laughs> needed exactly one bottle of olive oil exactly who knows what she was on her if she was on her way to an orgy <laughs> that's, that's what, I've never been to an orgy, so I don't know. Maybe they use oil for stuff. I don't it think it's. They like, don't use olive oil, do they? There's like actual. What oil would you would you purchase? Body oil, right? But is that not olive oil? <laughs> <laughs> don't they just use olive oil? Olive oil is for like cooking spaghetti. It's it's like supposed to be good for your skin, isn't it? Don't no. Don't put olive oil on their skin. They rub avocados on their skin. That's not a thing. You that's a thing for sure. Up. They have avocado butter. We're sampling it. It's on the register. Stop by Trader Joe's today. What? People put avocado butter on their face and like their skin? Yeah. Well, it's like mixed with coconut oil. Okay. People do weird shit. Maybe olive oil. No, I don't think. Any, anyway. <laughs> Except olive oil. All right. So here's, the, here's how I know though because there were other registers open and uh-huh. she got in my line and waited. 
Oh. And so I was like, I looked at, and I was like, oh fuck, it's game time, dude. It like, needs to happen, yeah. For real, like I didn't even work at Trader Joe's. He's anymore, giving you an underhand pitch here. For real, and I blew it. Whoa, yeah. Yeah. So like at the end of the transaction. I was like, oh, like, I have this show at the Irvine Improv. Like, you could come and stuff. She's like, oh, oh like, that'd be great and stuff. And I was yeah, like, yeah. can I give you my Instagram? She's like, sure. So I wrote it at the top of, her, top of her receipt, gave it to her. She went on her way. And then, like, she didn't follow me. Ooh. Until 30 minutes ago. Uh-huh. A week later. A week okay. later. So she messages me. Um, I'm not going to name drop her or anything. Yeah, um, you should Oh shit! No way. Okay. Uh, so she says. She's messaging you right now. Yeah, right now. Okay. Right now. She says, "Hey, it's blank. We met at Trader Joe's about a week ago. How was the show?" Ah. And I was like, "Oh shit!" And so we talked for a little bit. Uh, Maybe she just didn't want to seem thirsty, you know? Like here's like, what she, here's what she said. Because I asked, I was uh, like, "A whole week, huh?" With like the the uh, like the Sherlock Holmes emoji. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Where was the that monocle?" Re- yeah, the monocle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Where was that receipt this whole time?" And she says, haha, yeah, I actually don't keep Instagram downloaded on my phone, but I didn't see you the last time I went to Trader Joe's, so I re-downloaded it just for you. Wow. How many followers does she have? Um, 600. What? Bullshit. She re-downloaded. Her, oh, well, I her last post was a year ago. I guess it saves your followers, huh, even if you delete the app. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you just I delete the app. Sense. It's still there. I thought she, like, made a new account and got 600. Oh, word, you got 600 followers in a day, huh? Yeah. And so then she I was some like, pictures of? that's how you do it. She's pretty cute, dude. She's a good looking lady. I'll show you in a minute. She says, uh, so then I asked her, I was like, yo, like a hundred percent. Did you really forget the olive oil? And uh, she says a hundred percent. No, I, uh, I have a bunch of olive oil at my house right now. I came back to talk to you. Wow. Yeah, dude, for real. Man, what if that's like her fetish? It's like guys that work at various jobs. <laughs> and that's why she's got so much olive oil is that she's had to fake an olive oil purchase every time she was she said to talk to one. Oh my god. Let's see. Let me find you a picture. Here right here. Yeah, man. It's a cute girl. Yeah, for real. I hope I hope, I hope she's not like a tranny or something. I mean, if she was, dude, okay. Wouldn't this be a wonderful way to find out? So tonight you meet happenstance trader joe's fall in love <laughs> <laughs> right now i'm straight up asking her, what are you doing tonight at 10 30 uh-huh because i'm after my set in long or laguna beach i'm asking i'm gonna i'm going to my homie pex one he's a rapper blowing up shout uh-huh. out to him follow him hey shout out uh he has a, he's kicking off his tour tonight uh-huh. so he was like hey dude pull up and i was like all right like uh so i'm gonna try to bring I'm going to invite her right now on the podcast or whenever she replies. Okay. Do you think she... Have you told her about the podcast? No. Yeah. Maybe don't. <laughs> Just maybe... Because I do know. When I had my pod and then like I met my ex in Portland, she was straight up like, all right, I listen to your podcast. Oh, <laughs> and shit. like I talked a lot of shit in there. So, I mean, if this is the kind of thing that goes on... No, honestly, I think we, we didn't say anything bad about it. It was all compliments. It's true, but you're like... Yeah, we're in the whorehouse, you know, <laughs> having this little bro moments, you know. I mean, maybe she's about it. I don't know. Who am I? To, I don't know this lady. Who am I to judge? Do what you want, man. I wish you the best of luck. I'm not in any position to be giving anybody dating <laughs> advice right now. What happened to your last girlfriend? Uh, uh, we broke up when I moved down here. You dumped her? You were like, yo, I'm pursuing yeah. comedy? Where are you from? Uh, so I just, uh, moved to Long Beach from Portland, uh, back in, the, it was the last week of January, 
Uh, so before that, I was living in Portland for about five years. Uh, but before that, uh, I was living in Boise because that's where my family lives. And uh, I was there for a little over, I think it was six or seven months um, after I graduated college at Washington State. Sure. Uh, but Go yeah, Bucks. It's Cougars. Or whatever. I just took a shot in the dark. <laughs> we just yell any random commonplace animal. Go Bears. Go Bears. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of bears. There's a lot of bucks. I feel like there's a lot of tigers, but like at the high school level, like not so much the collegiate. There's a lot of horses. Tigers. Like, L- a lot of LSU, dude. LSU. LSU. My mom. Your mom? Your mom's a tiger? Oh, I guess it's cougar, whatever. She's yeah. got a kid now. Your mom's got a kid? Yeah, I that's, have a two-year-old baby brother. That's not you. No, well, no. I mean, it's me too, but like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a person. You're a person, okay. He's a kid. Your mom, so this is, this is a uh, baby brother from a different marriage. Not even marriage. Not just even a different, marriage. different dude. Different dude. Different dude. It's three different. Di- I have. Not cool with the dude. Like. No, he's cool. He's cool. I love the right. guy. Um, he's so there's three of us, three brothers, uh-huh. three dads. Okay. Yeah. That's so, interesting. Uh, I have one dad and no brothers. You're an only child. No, I have a little sister. What the? F- oh, same okay. dad. You know, family's pretty old. How old's school. your sister? My sister's twenty. I think she's about to turn twenty-three or twenty-four, something like that. Yeah, I think twenty-four in December. What's her at? Uh, <laughs> I'm not holler at my sister right now. Dude, we're in the whorehouse. That's, I'm not bringing her in here. Right? This is not, I don't want my sister to be in any place called the whorehouse. In fact, she'd be disappointed if I if she found out I was here. <laughs> if you were at the whorehouse. That's disgusting. Dude, honestly, like, I should just rename the podcast the whorehouse. Um, I feel like that's you're giving yourself too much pimp credit. Like, <laughs> in a way, I mean, it's your bedroom in your father's place. <laughs> We're upstairs. Brought me in wearing basketball shorts. We're recording on one mic off your MacBook at your computer desk, where you probably jerk off 90% of the time. The bed, dude. The, oh, the, bed. the okay. pillow's still up from when I was jerking off. You're a bed off. man. That's I, a, most guys are either computer chair guys or bed guys. Who jerks off in a computer chair? I jerk off in a computer chair. That's so uncomfortable. Because you I don't like up? I don't like using my phone to jerk off because it's my phone. Why? So I'd rather because I use it for like everything else. It's with me all day. It's weird for me to jerk off with it. Also, no. Like here's what I do. I just take off the case. It's a brand new phone. Yeah, maybe I'll have a different case just for jerking off. Like, <laughs> I'll light a candle, put on my fuzzy case on my phone. It's like this is my jerking off case. I don't want to dirty up my business case that I will bring to work with me. I'm actually going to start doing that now. That's actually smart because sometimes I get cum on it, you know? Exactly. See, that's why I don't jerk off on my phone. That's very. That's a very personal detail. I don't know if people have, have – do people get this personal on your podcast? Oh, do we've had people talk about, like, them being assaulted as, like, kids and stuff. It's it's actually oh, – really? pe- people get pretty open on it. Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah, so we – I would we, never share something like that with you. Not in a place <laughs> called The Whorehouse. <laughs> on, on, on a podcast <laughs> called Barely Serious. Barely serious. That seems pretty serious. <laughs> that seems fucking serious, man. We're talking about jerking off. That's like really heavy. No, it was pretty funny because like I think oh it was um I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm not gonna talk about it. But like I, <laughs> <laughs> you're so ready to talk about it. Is it something that hasn't been recorded? No, it, it's out. It's out already. Uh, it's actually a, a top five episode. Okay. Wow. Um, but we because like it was with three of us, uh-huh. and so right after the person was done talking about it, I cracked a joke. And one of the guys was like, wow, you picked the right place to come out with that. Like, yeah. you picked the right Because in my head when she was saying it, I was like, do I make a joke? Like, do I, I have to, like, lighten the mood, don't I? And then, like, yeah, the man. joke I made, like, wasn't that good. And so, Dude, one time, and this is when I was, like, a senior in college. And 
I was drinking a lot. And uh, do you remember Post Secret? Do you remember that guy? No. There's Okay, you know that band, The All-American Rejects, right? Yeah. Okay, so they had that music video for their song, Dirty Little Secret, where like they're holding up all the note sure. cards. And uh, that's actually based on this dude that wrote a book. And it was like this huge thing called Post Secret, where he got people to email in or send in postcards with like their deepest, darkest secrets on them. What the hell? And then he would like post them on a blog anonymously. And then like they would get likes and comments. Like this is when like, I think in like MySpace times. So it, like nothing like this was really happening. You know what I mean? It was a right. very like dark and personal Instagram that this guy was basically making a blog and then a book out of. And he came to my college, and he, like, gave this huge talk. And he was like, all right, uh, at the end of it, he was like, all right, if anybody wants to line up on these microphones and tell a secret, uh, that would be really brave. And, like, there's a couple of people that did, like, silly ones, and I just thought this was, like, going to be a chance for me to, like, get a laugh, you know what I mean? <laughs> there was, like, a, it was, like, a packed theater. So I got in line, and the girl that went up right before me was, like, yeah, when I was in high school, my boyfriend assaulted me. So all these people were, like, feeling really, like, serious and emotional. And it had, like, gotten to that part of the program. But, like, I, it, it didn't fucking hit me yet. And I had been standing in line for, like, ten minutes. I was like, I'm going to tell this fucking bullshit joke. <laughs> so I got out there. I was like, yeah, you know, one of my biggest secrets is that sometimes when I'm in the public restroom, uh, I'll just, like, give the finger to, like, an air vent or a light just because uh, I'm a little paranoid that there's cameras in there. And everybody's, like, hella quiet. <laughs> And then it's just a small applause that just cracks up from the audience. People are like, I guess that's brave. <laughs> <laughs> and just, I mean, I don't know. And the guy made like a stupid joke and then they moved on and it was whatever. And then like my friends that were with me, like I come back and sit down. They're just like covering their face. It would have been, it would have been, I think it might have been funnier if you were just kind of like, like to flip it off so that he could get a screenshot when I check the cameras later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe not. I don't know. It would just felt like. It was a bad time to make a joke. You get arrested or something. Like, where was that at? I don't know. That, that was a wazoo. This is, dude, this is at a time, I think I was like 21. Yo, I was a disaster, dog. Like, I, my the college was like coming to an end. And I just felt like I had just fucked off for like the last four years. You know what I mean? And sure. just really, like, did a lot of soul searching. Like, I know how fucking like honky deluxe that sounds. Like, <laughs> you know, there's just a lot of shit that I needed to figure out. And like, it was just really hard for me to, like, give a fuck about being in school. Like, basically, the last year that I was there, uh, I just kind of wanted out, you know. I was, like, right. just suffocating in this burnt tiny out, little dude. town. I was burnt out, so I, I was, like, fucked up, like, every single day. Right. Just not feeling it. I mean, really, like, yo, know, like, honestly, in a fucked up way, like, the only reason I have shit together as much as I do right now is because in my head, at some point, I had to be like, all right, if, if I'm going to, like not burn out doing comedy i have to like keep my life together and like make sure i'm making enough money and like taking care of my body and just being a regular person you yeah know what i mean so in a weird way like you know how a lot of people say that like you know being on a comedy like makes them drink and act crazy or whatever like it sort of like made me like pull my shit together you know what i mean and just kind of be a regular person yeah but because before that i was a mess that fucking sucks. I'm glad you did. You're you're wearing a a, a black button up shirt I'm to the a, whorehouse, bro. I'm wearing a, yeah. Should have gave you the dress code, not, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't turn a black light on. It's, <laughs> it's, you're gonna see all kinds of things. I don't. A, a black light would just not even work in here. It's that bad. Oh, uh, it's just like you wouldn't even notice the difference. But it's just yeah. Like, the black light's actually wall on. the wall is just splotches, <laughs> just covering every every surface area. Oh my god. So where where are you actually like originally from? So I was born in a, a, a small town in South India 
uh, called Kaleta Kudichi, and then my family moved out to the city uh, to Chennai when I was uh, a little older. So that's where I, I spent most of like you know my single digit years, and then moved out to the United States with my family in uh, 2001. I was about nine years old, and uh, yeah, just been moving around ever since. Like every six months or a year, my dad would get like a new job, and we'd have to move to a new town. Have you seen the movie Life of Pi? I have seen the movie Life of Pi. How accurate is it? How many Indian people have you asked if they've seen The Life of Pi? All of them. Uh, everyone you've met. It's like, have you seen Life of Pi? Yeah, so just you, really. Just me. Okay. <laughs> I'm your first Indian. Wow. You're the first Indian guy on the it's podcast. Indian. I okay. think the only other Indian guy like I've actually met and talked to was Asif Ali. Yeah, yeah. He's Asif's so funny fucking dude, funny, man. dude. Yeah, go face. It's good shit. Galen's on his phone, by the way. Okay, I'm texting. So fucking unprofessional. No, okay. You're texting that girl right now. I am, I am. I don't believe you. We're recording a podcast. This is you and me time. Look me in the <laughs> eyes. This is our... In- I'm, here, I'm not even sharing intimate details with you. You're just trying to get your dick wet. Some fucking girl at a Trader Joe's line. God damn you, Galen. I should have never agreed to do the podcast. In fact, pay me now. Dude. <laughs> Before I walk out of this bitch. <laughs> So I was like, what are you doing tonight at 10.30? And she said, tonight, 10.30, I had no plans. So now I'm like inviting her to my homie's show. Yes, this is how it's done. I don't know why. What do you want me to say to you right now? <laughs> Good for you. You're getting laid. <laughs> now what? We'll kick back, kick back. Like, she might listen to this, dude. Well, I mean, she'll she'll hear that this is at, I mean, she'll remember these messages. You know what I mean? <laughs> You, you're reading them verbatim. Like, she'll know it was her. If she does, it doesn't, at this point, I feel like it doesn't matter. Me not talking about her is not going to create a bigger mystery. I'm fucking crying right now. <laughs> All right, dude. All right, dude. What about, have you read Kite Runner? I have. Okay, again, Kite Runner is an Afghanistan game. <laughs> you brought this shit up to me. Man, we're not all the same. That's a completely different place. A totally different language. Cuisine, time zone, I'm pretty sure. I'm fucking sweating. Why? Because Afghanistan's still like 100 years behind? Uh, depends where in Afghanistan, I suppose. What does that mean, behind? Behind behind what? Us? Like, yeah, but how? Yo, okay, here's how. This might come off just like a tad racist. Like, just a little bit of racism. It's already come off racist. <laughs> We've crossed that line. I just wanted to know what you think. I want to know what your thought process is. When you it's say like that. Hundred- I've heard that before. It's like 120 degrees out there, bro. And those dudes wear rags on their Have heads. Have you been to fucking Arizona, New Mexico? Yeah, and those people wear tank tops, not full-blown parkas with robes on their head. Yeah, well, it keeps them cool. What's yeah, bullshit, dude? Like that's loose, cloth. They're loose linens. It's they're like wearing a beanie when it's the summertime. No one also, does that. This would, those people grew up in that shit. Like, I visited, to, I visited North Hollywood in August. And this is after living in Portland for like fucking years and years right right and it was maybe 90 degrees i was fucking sweltering dog like you just you know you live in a certain way and you kind of come up in you know with a certain amount of heat in your day-to-day and then you just you just get accustomed to it what did your dad want you to do my dad wanted me to go into finance (laughs) (laughs) my dad said he wanted me to do he wanted me to uh, yeah go if not uh become an accountant then uh, yeah go to like wall street what what is is he how is he with your your choices uh man i don't know he's over in idaho like i can't believe my son's like you have a fake a fake facebook that's just friends with him and he's just posting all these pictures of <laughs> nah, you on I, wall my street parents are not on my social media my mom follows me on instagram but i've, I've told her i was like listen you start getting weird on there i reserve the right to block you and she's like oh i don't care it's like no i know you care like, <laughs> i'm trying to make a big deal out of it right now um 
I mean, I think he's kind of just waiting to see what happens. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, it hasn't become so real that I can be like, all right, Dad, see, look, I did it. But at the same time, like, he knows it's not nothing. Like, I've been doing this for seven years now. You know what right. I mean? Like, I still need to get a lot better, but, like, it's it's definitely more serious than it was when I was, like, two, maybe three years in. Right. And you, you definitely learn a lot the longer you keep doing it. Right. And, you know, every year I'm, I'm getting the opportunity to do something interesting that I've never done before. Right. And like, weird doors open up and you meet interesting people. And, and honestly, man, like, you know, like I said, like, when I finished school, like, I didn't have anything going on. But my first, like, real job using my degree I got because uh, the guy that worked at the news studio where the job was at uh, happened to be a comic. And we became friends and he helped me get the job. And oh, the shit. job that I had for the longest time in Portland was because uh, the woman that hired me was a comic and she figured she could, you know what I mean? Like I was a smart enough kid that I could like do stuff with her company. Like I was selling advertising at Yahoo and that company was like fucking coming down and I was just looking for something else to do and my friend was like, hey, listen, come in, interview. I can't promise I'll hire you, but if they like you, we'll bring you in. And I stayed at that company. It was the longest job I'd had since I graduated. And, you know, like basically every great, thing I've like talked myself into professionally came through stand-up so that way like I don't even know if someone can tell me that this was even a bad idea to go down this route because like right. I don't know where I would be if I you know Bill Burr had this great quote uh it was on his like he just said it on his podcast but it's like a YouTube clip and I'll, I'll listen to it when I like you know have a bad night or whatever um and it just talks about how, you know, like, people think that the scariest thing that can happen to you is uh, waking up when you're 35 on a futon and you're eating fucking bread and pasta every night. And that's not the scariest thing. The scariest thing that can happen to you is waking up when you're 35 next to someone you don't like with a bunch of kids running around and you're wondering what the fuck happened in my life. And the lesson, was, I'm paraphrasing, the lesson was sure. basically that, like, you know, it's a tremendous risk, like, playing it safe and making what you think is, like, a safe career choice. Because you, you have to figure out how to be okay with the choice that you understand playing out in front of your eyes. But if you go after something that you're passionate about and you chase your dreams, like it'll always lead to somewhere better than you were before. Yeah, dude, absolutely. And it's absolutely been true, you know what I mean? Like we've both been hitting it you know, pretty consistently for X amount of time. And like every, like every time you get on that stage, it's, it's an opportunity to make something new and exciting happen in your life in one way or another. At Absolutely. the very least, get better at doing comedy, which is fucking badass. Yeah, dude. Honestly, dude, it's it's fucking crazy. Um, I was thinking about this the other night, actually. After the improv show, I was thinking about, like, just why those all that, the crowd of people just laughing at jokes that I literally just wrote naked in bed. Yeah, man. It's a really special thing. It's like, you know, these little moments that you, you capture, like, you know, in, with, like, sort of in, in the sort of intimate details of like your mundane life you know what i mean right it's, it's just these little thoughts or like a moment that you share with a stranger or with a friend it's these things that kind of come and go and then you can kind of take that and compartmentalize it and then deliver it to swaths of people right right you know across a given population and then like they get it and they feel that feeling that you you, you bottled up you know what i mean it's a really rich and then rewarding experience I think. yeah absolutely what is your worst bombing story the worst bomb. Uh, this is yeah. This is when I was starting out. Um, when I was still in college. Uh, how, yes. how deep? How deep? Uh, man, I was maybe like, cause I had taken some breaks, but I was maybe about a year in with breaks. Okay. 
But consistently, I think it had been like two or three months. Okay. Um, and yeah, my uh, my friend Miles, uh, shout out to Miles Hendricks. He used to do uh, stand up in Chicago, uh, but he's taking a break right now. Um, you know, he ran a bunch of rooms uh, at the University of Idaho because he had university funding. Uh, and this is when I was again, like I was drinking at, like every single day. I was not Fuck. feeling nice. And uh, I remember my friend who had graduated the year before. She was visiting from Atlanta, and uh, she came to the show. And it was ba- it was a uh, it was on the weekend of Vandal Friday. The fuck is that? Uh, it's this thing that the U of I does where they bring in high school seniors that want to go to the university. Oh, okay, okay. And you like hang out for a weekend, and, like stay in the dorms. And a right, lot of people right. get like frat shit done that weekend. Right. Um. So they basically they had like a day of activities, and then like the RAs or whatever like decided, hey, let's have a comedy show. We have this great comedy club on the university, and Miles uh, puts me on the lineup, and I'm like up third, right? Sure. And I've been drinking like since afternoon. I've been drinking. Fuck. And so you were, were you? How blasted were you on a scale of one to ten? I was like probably like a six pack in, and like like smoking in the car on the way to the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just not fucking professional, you know? Right. Uh. Just because for me, like, at the time, it wasn't even, like, something I was taking seriously. Because in my head, I was already good. And, you know what I mean? I just yeah. need to come in and fucking Sam Kinison the shit out of the place. And right. And, like, you know, because, you know, when you're starting out, you think that, like, comedy's supposed to be done this certain way. And, right. Like, you know, I just looked at, like, Stan Hope and guys like that, and I was like, that's so fucking, yeah. You know? <laughs> I thought I was that guy. So, I show up, and I've been drinking, uh, and they got, like, a hundred kids, right? Most of them don't even have seats, and they just got them crowded in this basement of a dorm. Right. Um, are these the high school kids? These or? are high school kids. Oh shit! You know, they're high school seniors on their last semester. Uh, and my friend Matt goes up before me. Shout out to Matt Benoit up in Bellingham. Very funny comic. But at the time, he was telling this joke where he said, "I don't even remember the joke. It was some silly fucking shit." Uh, where he like said something about Mexicans in a Ford Fiesta, right? <laughs> it's just some silly joke. It wasn't even like I don't know. I, I've heard more offensive stuff, you know what I mean? Sure. At the time, I guess it pissed somebody off. And, like, some girl, like, called her parents, and she was like, oh, you know, they're making me sit here and listen to shit about Mexicans. And the parents, <laughs> like, called their the RAs, like, the organizers, and they were like, what the fuck are you making my kid listen to? So Matt gets off stage, and Miles is hosting the show, and he comes up, and he's like, all right, folks, I hope you're ready for your next comic. And... Bring, like he, he says my name and like there's applause and I'm walking up to the mic and I'm like maybe three feet away and like the fucking RA lady like the head one just fucking bolts out of nowhere just snatches a mic out of the sand looks at me and she's like it'll just be one minute and she just goes alright I'll never forget she was like alright kids uh, if I hope everyone's having fun with the comedy but just so you know you don't have to be here we do have sumo wrestling and popcorn upstairs but I don't know why you'd go on want to go do that these guys are so funny. If you want to go, you can leave, but you should stay because these guys are great. All right. And like drums up like a like really fucking half-hearted applause. And I walk up to fuck? like silence. First joke, it gets a couple chuckles. Second joke, doesn't land. And like my shit was way more blue back then, right? Because like right. I was just trying to like go for shock value, like really fucking lazy amateur hour shit. And second joke, doesn't land. Third joke, doesn't land. And... I don't even remember what the line was, but I just remember saying the fourth joke, and like by now, like kids have like started gasping and stuff. Right. This, this girl just goes, <coughs> and then the place just starts to clear out, and you just see like a flood of kids just empty out of this room, 
And I'm so drunk at this point. I'm like, <laughs> at, at some point I was like, oh, I don't give a fuck. You think I want you to fucking stand and watch the show? Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm like flipping them off as they're walking out of the door. <laughs> oh, shit. But there's still like maybe 10 kids left in the room that are just loving this meltdown. You know what I mean? <laughs> that are like, yeah. <laughs> and that was maybe what, like two minutes in, I finished my set. <laughs> Did oh my another God. Eight, eight shit. Got a couple of laughs, whatever, whatever. And then I just, I walked out of the building. My friend drove me home. I, like, went to bed. That was, I remember waking up How many up people did you walk? I probably walked about 90 people. Oh, 90 to 100 fuck. People. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it was the most devastating. It was like, man. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what to compare it to. It was just. There's nothing. It was just crazy, man. It was crazy watching it happen. It was like the bottom got slid out of a fucking cup when it was holding a glass. <laughs> you know and it's just like shattered. And I'm just like, oh. oh fuck, dude. That's I feel bad for you, but honestly, you made fun of a whorehouse, so good. Yeah, I kind of quietly deserved it in hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> and now, do you drink or get or smoke before a set ever? Uh, not too much before a set. Uh, I mean, if I smoke, it'll be like maybe like earlier in the afternoon. But if right. I'm like, okay, so what time is it now? It's uh three fifty one. It's three fifty one. Okay, so if I have to go on at like six o'clock, I won't smoke now. Right. But if it's like you know, 1 or 2 p.m. I might. But I generally won't drink till after a set. Same, dude. I don't do anything before a set. Yeah. Uh, people people are like, yeah, like I have to have alcohol to get on stage. I'm like, yeah, You shouldn't this, have to have This isn't for you anything. then. Yeah, man. That's your, I mean, whatever you're, you feel like you're quieting down with alcohol is something that you need, that's something that you need to work on. It's not something that you need to quell. Yeah, for real. Exactly. You said you had a, a funny story about the first time you were in Sacramento. Yeah, man. The first time I was in Sacramento, there was this fucking road hack that was living in Boise for a while. I think this he what? still lives there. Uh, just this fucking, I don't know, this is a super hacky comedian. Uh, I don't want to say his name. Say his name. I'm not going to say his name. Please say his name. Nah, dog. I shouldn't. But You shouldn't, but you are. Nah. He's not going to listen to this. That's true. I no don't, I don't care. Because you're like putting this on my social and shit. You don't know. Okay, you're right. You're right. All right. I mean, right. if he hears the story, it, then, you know, he'll know it's him. You but, don't want other people to know. It was just this super fucking sketchy dude. Jack. Uh, let's say Jack. Uh, <laughs> he had, like, connections down in Sacramento and Reno, and he, like, wanted to shoot this pilot. And, like, he knew that I had, like, done stuff like this in school. So he was like, so, you know, what do you want to, like, help us shoot this thing? I was like, well, if you put me on, you know, at least a handful of times when we're on the road, like, you know, I'll fucking go with you guys. And they, like, booked our lodging and everything. Uh, and, yeah, he put me on at the laughs in Sacramento on the showcase and there was like 20 people there and uh yeah man I, that was the first time i'd like gone on the road quote unquote right. to like do comedy and man it was harsh i ate shit so hard i think like yeah i had to do seven minutes and it was like probably one of the longest seven minutes that's my entire life for real yeah but you said it was yeah. a funny story that's just another bombing story it was i mean i guess that's true yeah it's funny to me because like uh <laughs> I guess what was funny about it was uh, I was I remember in the middle of it I'm like floundering my bits are not landing there was just literally one black lady in like an ocean of white people in this audience and I was like oh how's it going man you're darker than everyone else here that's oh, <laughs> just not <laughs> she just and I she started laughing but I knew that not it wasn't because it was funny she laughed because she's like oh dude really has it gotten yeah. this bad yeah. like, <laughs> Did you really need to go there? And like, just I just remember the look in her eyes, and it haunts me. And she's just looking at me like, "You're, you're fucking up right now." You should have got her to follow you on Instagram. 
This is pre-Instagram, I'm pretty sure. Well, Jesus no. Christ, no way. I Instagram was out. in eighth grade is when That's it came true. out. Well, you're also a child, dog. How old I'm, are you? I'm 27. No, no, Instagram was out. I was I posted on Instagram. But what, do you still do that after you bomb? You like to go and tell people, you, you know, chit-chat with fucking people outside? Fuck, no, that don't, no, I don't right? deserve what a follow. What fucking psychopath are you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, she might, you want some more of that? You want my business card for the <laughs> bullshit you just joked? You want to see some <laughs> videos of those jokes working? Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You, you want to hear the same jokes, but... This time, people actually laugh. You can laugh. see people liking them. <laughs> <laughs> just follow these shit. <laughs> Uh, no, I've seen shameless shit like that though, man. Uh, oh, I know, dude. Sometimes some I've had people come up to me and people people come up to me and be like, "Hey, dude, like that was really good, but don't ask for my Instagram." I was like, "All right, whatever. Why'd you even come up then, you fucking virgin?" Uh, is that an insult? Virgin. You fucking virgin. Dude, I mean, honestly, I what? envy virgins. Why? When was the first time you had sex? Uh, what? When I was eighteen. No, you waited that long? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, I was such a fucking dweeb in high school. Like, I was still very much like a kid. You know what I mean? Like, really? Yeah, man. You I, look like you're 20 right now. I know. I would card the fuck out of you and then not I believe that People card me all the time. Yeah. You're supposed to card up to 40, but... Oh, really? You said, so you said you're 27? I'm 27, yeah. Oh, good luck. I know. Well, I don't know. We'll you see. You got to make it through this year, dude. You see, and then you're fine. You're yeah, going to make yeah, it to 90. Then if I kill myself, it won't be cool anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> you have that ultimate window. You're like, fuck. I don't, uh, if man, I don't get on. Got yeah. four more months. Well, my, come on, shit, I get off the pot suicide. <laughs> Wait, when's your birthday? November? September. Well, I guess, yeah, three more months then. Um, September shit, September to September what, dude? You better say the right September, number. September uh, 22nd. That's double of eleven. That's still eleven, dude. Fucking That's, thanks so, a lot. So I'm a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Have you seen the episode of Family Guy where like they go back in time and like Brian stops nine eleven, and he's like, he's like. Have you seen this? The no, Brian the Dog. No, no, no. So he's, he's like, it's like a home video type. So he hands someone the camera, oh, yeah, yeah. and he's like, he's like, hey, record this or something. And then like, he's like, he's like, it's time to terrorize the terrorists and stuff. And Stewie's like, you fucking. They're watching it on the news. He's like, you really, you made catchphrases. He's like, no, not really. And so like, he beats up like the first guy. And he's like, Mohammed Ada stayed home. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh no. Dude, that's just like really. Brian's probably the best character on that show. Oh, absolutely. Today's political climate. He's so dynamic, dude. No, but here's the thing. There's so many people, especially in in the West Coast. I feel like where, you know, they want to think of themselves as like liberal and like educated, like high-minded types. But when it comes time to like put up or shut up, and you know, like comes down to like dollars and cents, dude, they don't give a fuck about the common man. You know what I mean? Like they don't really care about minorities, but like. They still pose as that kind of person, and like Brian's like basically that character. Like the Quagmire puts him on blast on one episode, and he's like, "You talk shit about the well uh, income inequality, or whatever, but you don't do shit. You know what I do? I volunteer at the fucking soup kitchen. What have you done?" And it's yeah. like, dude, and it's such a thing in California, where especially in LA, I feel oh like yeah, there's so many people that want to feel themselves. Dude, this is like a bit that I want to work on, and I haven't really figured out how to do it. Sure, but. Isn't it strange how, like, all these sanctuary cities are also places where, like, people can barely afford rent? Like, they're all getting so rapidly gentrified, right? That, yeah. like, even the locals that are living there now are getting pushed out. But they're like, hey, people who have nothing from all of these places who basically, like, lost their homes and, you know, only have the shit plus the clothes on their back, why don't you come to this city? It's like, right. really? Are you going to make room for these people? You can't even make room for people that already live there. Right. 
yeah, man. That shit's just frustrating. I just need to get that out. Yeah, okay. It's, been pissing, it's not funny, but it's just like a more thought. There's a two-story KFC in Hollywood. There's by, a two-story KFC? By Fourth Wall. What? Why, man? Is there it's two, awesome. Is there two registers? No, you literally order downstairs, get your food, and go upstairs and eat it. That's so fucking funny. It's what awesome. A, what a huge middle finger to like overweight people. <laughs> that, like, the more you love KFC, it's like, listen, you can pay for it here, but if you want your chicken, you're going to have to take those stairs. Is there an elevator that you can take up? I don't think so. Okay, that's fucked up, man. That's like insulting their own like client base right there. <laughs> KFC, treat your people better. I'm going to Chick-fil-A. I didn't expect that at all, and honestly, I'm so glad, dude. Fuck. <laughs> How did you... Okay, back to the virginity thing. How did you lose your virginity? I, I lost my virginity uh, with a girl that I knew in high school. And, like, again, this is one of those situations where, like, there were a lot of opportunities in hindsight, like, while we were in high school for me to, like, make a move. Right. And I just never did because I was just a little bitch. And, <laughs> dude, I mean, honestly, like, there's just a lot of shit that I needed to figure out. And, like, I couldn't even, like, wrap my head around it till I, like, needed, like to go do my own thing in college for a year. So, like, Fuck. that summer that I came back to Boise, I was, like, a lot more confident and, like, right. about myself, you know. And, uh, yeah, she just randomly messaged me on Facebook, uh, like, a couple of days before. Um, before you got back? No, like, I'd, I'd been back for about a month. And I was just, like, hanging around town, just bumming around, trying to do stand-up. Sure. Oh, no, I hadn't even started doing comedy yet. Um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. But, uh she just messaged me randomly on Facebook and uh, she was like, uh, oh, do you smoke weed? I was like, yeah, I'll smoke weed. And <laughs> so we like went out and she's like, this is only my second time smoking weed. And I was like, oh, all right. And, and she like, invited you to smoke the weed? Yeah, yeah. So she for sure wanted to fuck. I get, yeah. And then we like went to Hidden Springs, which is like this like super like, you know, ritzy neighborhood uh, on the outskirts of Boise, right? And we like, snuck into the pool there and this pool was like legendary because you could like they had it rigged so you could listen to music in the water what so they would like have the radio going in the water yeah yeah no and way it was like a, kind of a cool kind of a cool deal so we were like yeah snuck in the pool there and that's that's where the you where fucked the magic in, took in a pool we got out of the pool but we fucked at the pool you lost your virginity at a fucking pool yeah why you couldn't have just gone back in the. You couldn't have just gone back into the car, bro. What you just it's fucked in the? Fa- it's my father's car. Did you fucking the? What disrespectful. I've I've fucked in my dad's bed before. Yeah, your dad seems cool, man. My <laughs> I mean, if they again, like it's I don't know. I'm like an adult man now, but if they heard the story today, they'd be like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like they'd still be thoroughly disgusted. Are you serious? Yeah. Where dude. did you the bathroom at the pool or what? What not? Nah, just like on the fucking what do you call it? The, the concrete? No, son. The the fold out. What do you? What do you? Call oh, it? you <laughs> fucked on a chair. We <laughs> call it a chair. It's a like fold a, out chair. A fold out chair. A lawn yeah, chair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No way, dude. This the the the, the spring. It, it wasn't. It wasn't good. It didn't like, break. It's no. just rubber. It wasn't, dude. I'm t- this is my first time fucking. Like it was not amazing. Like yeah, no shit. Why was you do? <laughs> did you was it like sitting up or did you like yeah, lay it all the way down? I was. Uh, no, well, it was like kind of like tandem you know what i mean no and then i was like laid back on it and she was like on top of me that was it her first time no no she you said that like she was a whore like she belongs in here i mean she's like a mom now i don't know no <laughs> way yeah dude she's got like you a lost daughter virginity to a she mom? lives in like yeah she lives somewhere in the south or like east coast or something okay what's her name i can't say it. i shouldn't say it. 
I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. Yeah, well, you got to name drop people. You were yeah. shouting out people all day yeah, for good for shit. Yeah, for good shit. Exactly. <laughs> this is. I don't want to fuck because I'm pretty sure she's like got a husband or something now. You know what I mean? I don't want to fucking put her shit on blast. Well, we need more viewers. Fucking, she'll send it to all her friends. No, like, she won't. Shout she'll be like, "Fuck this guy for saying." Reported. Like, yeah. <laughs> me too. To like. <laughs> well, I mean, no, it was very consensual, but. Well, I mean, it sounds like she was fucking you. She was fucking me. Yeah, I got fucked. I didn't really fuck. <laughs> you didn't flip her over at all. No, it was the first time, dude. I didn't know the moves. Dude, honestly, I still fuck missionary. Really? I don't mind missionary. Uh, I, I do other stuff, but, like, I'm just, like... They're it's like, hard on the shoulders. Yeah, they're, like, they're, like, they're like, what do you want to do? And I'm just, like, eh. Really? Did they, like did this. girls ask you that? They're, like, oh, what do you want to do? Dude, girls DM me at, like, 2 in the morning saying, come over. Man. And I'm just, like, nah. Straight up. Because some of the chicks are just, like, I'm just, like... Invite them to the whorehouse, baby. A couple of them have reached out to, or have gotten into the whorehouse. I think, I think whore the house. new rule is that you have to tell them that your bedroom is called the whorehouse before you bring them here. <laughs> if not, if they, and if they're still okay with it, that's how you need to get consent. So <laughs> until then, I don't, you're not giving them all the information. You're, you're misleading them, but letting them think you're a different kind of, different kind okay, of guy. It's actually, all kidding aside, we call this place the whorehouse because like, Everybody in here like bangs, bro. Like, there's times where like you, your dad, your brother, for real, dog. There's no dog, but the turtle fucks. The turtle? Who does the turtle fuck? The fish? Sometimes I'll get him. uh, I'll buy a a girl turtle from the pet store, let him fuck her, and then I'll just throw her over the wall. You're a turtle pimp. Yeah, and then I'll just throw the the girl turtle over the wall into the riverbed. Oh, and just like set her free. I mean, I think the fall kills her, but oh, okay. Yeah, I can't have. That's kind of fucked up, man. No, I'm protecting. (laughs) I'm protecting him from having children. Well. I don't think it's worth three dead girl turtles. <laughs> <laughs> That's natural, Sounds bro. like a shitty man turtle to me that no, he gets his nut and then makes sure that his problems are wiped clean. <laughs> this is like a dark, like, this would be such an intense, like, true crime story. This is what, like, happened to Sister Cancy, Kathy and my sister's keeper or whatever. Dude, this could be a funny sketch. Just, like, just like make up the voice and he's just like, he's like, all right, I'm done now. T- 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 take care of it. And, like, you just fucking, oh, like, all right, and just fling her over the fucking you're wall. The, you're the slave of the turtle. You dispose oh, of his... His, his, his he, bitches. He's, he's running your life. Hey, dude, the turtle tank's called the, the turtle tank. Turtle, I mean, it's called... I actually... Okay, do you know what his name is? What is his name? DMX. The turtle's name is DMX. Yeah. Can I ask why? The rapper. I know. Who I got it. I got him like the day after I saw DMX in concert, and so I was like, "Yeah, fuck it." Yeah, man. No, that's a cool name for a turtle. I like it. Yeah. So like, I there was also this big ass fish I used to have in there, but he uh, started attacking him. Who like, started attacking who? The fish started attacking the turtle because really? he got way bigger than him, dude. Yeah, yeah. And so I threw him over the wall and killed him. It's your solution <laughs> for anything. Anytime someone misbehaves, just throw him over the wall. Dude, I remember my first girlfriend. Yeah, there's I, a hole in my shoe. <laughs> I've, dude, I've thrown shirts over there. Dude. It's like a reverse Game of Thrones. Just shit just goes over <laughs> the wall all the time. Dude, me and my first girlfriend when we were, when we were fucking here, dude, we would just I would just tie the condom up and just throw it over the wall. Into the river? Yeah. That's just as bad as flushing it. No, because if you flush it, it could clog your toilet, you dope. No, but it's the point of not flushing it is so it doesn't go into the ocean and, like, turtles like DMX aren't swallowing it and dying. He's, he's a freshwater turtle, right? It could still... Yeah, a river is freshwater, oh, fool. What okay, the fuck? Here. here, listen to this, listen to this. Fucking last night, I was coming home from the show, uh-huh. smoked with some producer afterwards to talk, talk shop or whatever. Talk and shop. And so, but I was high driving home. And so I was on the freeway, and this thought came to my head. I was like... I was like, yo, like, for real, like, have you seen Finding Nemo? 
a freeway is kind of like you know how all the turtles yeah, are just faded yeah. as fuck just like a freeway is like that the jet current or whatever oh my fucking god our freeway is just we like we're so dumb <laughs> it's like that they made that that they looked at they were like what would this look like? Let's make it like a freeway. And that's what they made. <laughs> Wait, that's what DVD extras, Pixar's fucking inside edition shit. Is that actually the thing? I think that's true. Yeah. That's how they oh modeled the, the fucking, what do you, what was it? It was like a, the rip current or something, something like that. Right. Yeah. The, the, the Pacific coast highway, the Pacific coast, Pacific coast highway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I drive on that too. I think, so, I think it's just called the Pacific current. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, No, that's the the guys that like I think what it, but Brad Bird or whatever the guy that made uh, Finding Nemo he did did like a bunch of interviews with the animators and they talked about it. That shit was funny as fuck. Dude, you see Finding Dory? Dude, I honestly didn't even know that Ellen DeGeneres was the voice of Dory until I saw that. Yo, real talk, I didn't know that till after like seven or eight years after Finding Nemo. That's what I'm out. saying. I mean, I've probably seen it like a hundred times. Yo, Finding Nemo savage as fuck. The first scene is literally the mom dying. I know. So was, the yeah. mom always dies. Finding Nemo is our Bambi. Yeah, for real. Well, I mean, Bambi was my Bambi, but Bambi was your Bambi. I never had a Bambi until Finding. Well, Lion, King, Lion King was was my Bambi. Dude, the dad dies in that, doesn't he? The dad dies. What's up with fucking Disney? It was dude? fucked up, man. Fuck it was, dude. So funny story about that. When I first saw the Lion King, it was with my dad. I think I must have been like four years old or something. Oh, and it takes takes place in your home home country. Uh, yes, in Korea, and <laughs> it takes place in Thailand, where I'm from, and. <laughs> Uh, you know the part in the beginning where like Scar is like singing with the hyenas and shit. Yeah. And it's like it's very like very Hitlerish. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I like apparently started just crying like crazy in that scene so bad that you know people were like get the fuck out of here. And my dad had to like leave with me to the theater. Oh fuck. And then I like basically cried the whole way home. And then when I got home, I like really wanted to know what happened next. Uh-huh. So I was like, Dad, I want to go again. <laughs> So we went back the next weekend. He, like, bought a second set of tickets. Oh, my God. So I technically saw Lion King, like, the first 20 minutes and then the whole thing. Jesus Christ. Within the same couple of weeks, yeah. As we approach the final couple minutes of the podcast, is there anything that you wanted to shout out or talk about? Anything you want people to know about you? Anything Uh, anything on your mind at all? uh, My social media uh, handles for everything are uh, Neeraj the Comic. That's N-E-E-R-A-J the Comic. Uh yeah, come come through the shows. I'll be posting about them. Uh, oh, plug a show. Follow Niraj is going to be on my show in Manhattan Beach, July tenth. Yeah, opening for Tim Dillon. Very excited. Yeah, I got a yeah. couple friends that I, you know told the show, told about the Fuck show. Yeah, dude. dude, they're they're excited to come through. Everybody listening should be there. Tim Dillon's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks for doing the podcast, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me.